What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What the word, honey? What's the word? The podcast. A words of wisdom idea. Um, so first of all, shout out to y'all taking y'all time on this good Wednesday to come out. Um, you are tuned in to What's the Word, the podcast, a words of wisdom idea, where young creators come together to discuss life and other important words. Today's topic is about fear, and the purpose of What's the Word, the podcast, is to inspire healthy dialogue, have more real conversations, share our experiences, and bridge the gaps that often divide us, because we have something to say. By reflecting upon our experiences we have had that ultimately shape how we think, we'll begin to notice that the only thing that makes people different is their mindset. Prepare to be entertained, inspired, and informed. Shout out to all the wisdoms around the world. Visit wordswithdom.com to order your favorite hat. Boom. I got to pre-record that because I don't want to say it every time. Um, so we're here. So uh, thank you all again, seriously. Um, and let's jump right into the origin of the word. So remember, fear is the topic for today, the word for today. And it's an old English word that was originally pronounced fair. Um, which means calamity and danger. So the first question of the night is how do you define fear? And what images come to mind when you hear the word? Anybody? Everybody. Same. I'm just asking them questions. Oh, you saying you? Feel like, no. Okay, you no, saying me. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm just asking questions. <laughs> you all are the host. Fear? Yeah, like how would you define it? I don't know how I would define it like this. Like, that's a hard question for me, to be honest with you. Okay. But like what images instantly comes to my mind when you think about fear is like being defeated. So I then think to myself, what my definition of fear for myself just be like my fear of being defeated and that's the only way like could you because like how do you define fear i feel like the only way you can define fear is based off of your own personal like experiences of reasoning of what would be like your greatest fear like like you said the image that came to your mind mm-hmm. i don't know if I answer that properly, yeah it's no right or wrong <laughs> It's just your answer. Mm, I don't know. I think fear for me is like something that's like when you're uncomfortable or something. Something that makes you uncomfortable. So like whether it's like a fear of not knowing what the future holds, like stuff like that. Like I think if, when I see like fear in my head, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily have an image in my head. I just think like something that just makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. What you think? Holding yourself back. That's what fear is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you got an image that comes to mind? Holding yourself back. What's the image? How that look? Like visually? Stopping yourself from doing something. Mm. I see it. Yeah, I see it. Okay. <laughs> 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 so fear, right? So 
What's your first memory of being scared or fearful of something? I think I could I could answer this one. I could jump in for this one because I I got a memory that's just in my head and it won't go away. My mother was trying to teach me how to swim, mm -hmm. and I'm like, nah. And she was like, no, I'm gonna teach you how to swim. And I'm like, I don't want to, because the water just looks so like daunting. So I'm like, uh-uh. So the lady puts me on her back, and just like hold me. I'm like, okay, you know she ain't gonna do nothing wild. But she did do something wild. Cause she took us straight underwater, and I didn't want to let her go because I didn't know what would happen if I'm just in the ocean, in the pool that felt like an ocean. <laughs> so <laughs> that was really the first time I was scared. But once I made it out, I'm like, oh, I could do this. No. So yeah, that's the first thing that was just in my mind the whole time. It was stuck, so I shared it. Mm -hmm. First time. First time. That's how I felt. I'm like, first time I stole some candy off this girl pocket. <laughs> <laughs> how you get it out the pocket? And you gotta talk up for the people to hear, cause we, we gotta hear this story out the pocket. Yeah, it was a sucker. It was in the pocket. The other part was hanging out. Yes, sir. Mm. So I grabbed it. I was scared if I was to grab it and get in trouble. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> so I'm in the back of the class. I need some candy. He did that. So I took it. That's funny. Okay, so my man's a thief. What was y'all first time? <laughs> that was the first time. What was y'all first memory of being scared or fearful or something? It's something that popped up already in yeah, your mind. No, I have not. But it's just very, like, I feel like mine is so far left. Like, being from Ohio, they have a lot of historical like buildings and stuff. And I think my first time I remember being scared was in a haunted home. Like, like my house was haunted. And like like my mom would not believe me. And that's the only thing I was thinking to myself. I don't want to be the weirdo that says that. But literally speaking, not until my mom was pregnant. You know, maybe like pregnant people, like because they had a baby, they had like spiritual connections and stuff like that. I was literally at camp when I was in fourth grade. And my mom called me like, we have to leave because, and she gave me this whole story. I'm not gonna scare nobody, but she gave me a whole story. We ain't scared. And honestly, to this day, that like that story really like is a scary story to me. But literally, we had a break, but our house was historical, like, and you can't break it down. So right, that was the one problem. But when I tell you, like, you got the image of what the home looked like. It just reminds you of like off of movies of like. The haunting of like Hill House type movie. Yeah, like, like some real creepy. Like creepy, like why did you pick that house? And <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. And I never understood it to this day. Like what? What did you look at it? What did you say? Like hmm. Oh, that's interesting. That's this is one. home. This is the one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one I want to raise my daughter. Okay, okay. So the the crib was haunted. That's very interesting. What was what was your first? Um, my first memory of fear. I don't really know. Like damn. You ain't never scared. No, I'm always scared. I'm afraid you bone crush. Probably like when I was a child and I did not know how to ride a bike. And when it was time to like ride a bike, like I thought I was gonna like die. Like, yeah. I always thought I was gonna die. Until I figured out like I'm like, oh shit, like I'm I'm doing this by myself, there's nobody holding me. 
There's no extra wheels on it, just me. Nah, I did it. That's lit. So, what about today? You still know how to ride a bike? Yeah, now I don't know how to ride a bike. See, now she know how to ride a bike. Because that was the follow-up. So, based on what y'all said, which y'all first memory of fear or being scared, like, are y'all still scared of that thing today? So, you, you can ride bikes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you still scared of yours today? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So. You know how to swim? That's yeah. I definitely know how to swim like a dolphin. That's good. Yeah. I, that's crazy. I should have said that because that's one of my worst fears is swimming. But now you do? Mm-mm. Oh, it's still a thing. That's very interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, I get in that water. Uh, uh. I, get, I yeah, swimming is fun. Um, but so the next thing was, have you ever avoided asking or trying to do something just because you were scared that the answer would be no? Say that for me one more time. So have you ever avoided asking or trying to do something just because you were scared that the answer would be no? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, y'all know why? Like, what, what were you scared of that was like, no, I'm not asking that? Because if you don't ask, right, mm-hmm. what's the answer? Right. I think it's that, that, that act of rejection. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, that goes back to pride. That was really, really stupid to really pride, though, because um, I think it was like, like comfort. Like, you kind of like you have to step out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. to do something. Like, and then not only did you step out your comfort zone to ask or say something, but then on top of you stepping out your comfort zone, then they just rejected you, too. Like, or whatever the situation was, was you were rejected. It's just like, oh. Like, you know, it's just not a good feeling. So then once that happens your first time, now moving forward, that's where the fear comes in. I don't want to, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to get told no. Of course, if I don't say anything, my answer would be no too, but I would much rather just say, am I, well, not me personally. Me, I tell myself, the worst you can, they can say is no. So I don't want to ask, but I'm saying like, personally, as a kid, I had a moment, of course, in time, I was just like, I was scared. And I mean, I think it starts with your parents. Mm-hmm. Like, simple stuff. Like, can I go outside? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that in my head. Like, I used to, I, I, to this day, remember I used to wait till my mom was asleep and took a nap because I knew her answer would be yes. So I can go outside because she's too sleepy. She's hoping to get away. Right. But, like, for me, if I knew my dad was on vacation and it was just my mom at home, I could prepare myself for my dad because I could go out. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because if my dad was home, it's easy. Like, can I go out? Yeah, boom. My mom, not to prepare myself. I'm about to ask her one moment. What time I'm going back? Like, I gotta go home. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so phobia is the fear of something. So when people fear public speaking, it's not because they fear being like attacked on stage. They're afraid of failure. So do you all think <laughs> that people have a fear of living life to their fullest potential? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, your name on this. Yeah, you think people have a fear of living life to their fullest potential? I don't know. It depends on how far that person thinks they can go. Right. So they they do fear something. <laughs> nah, I'm saying because somebody could just be out here living and that's their full potential. 
city. That's just, right. They love it. That's all like, they're they not do. scared of it, but that's just all they can do. Yeah, that's just all they can do. Like, if they mean, like, that's all they think that they think can do. Like, that, that's in their mind that is their fullest potential. Not knowing, because it's like, they're not scared of it. They just think that this is. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if you think that's it, what else do you think you can do? Yeah. No. Nah, for sure. Yeah. You ain't even gonna try it. Exactly. Ain't nothing. Ain't, that makes sense. Yeah, ain't no fear. It's just like this. The this this the best. I can dig it. So <laughs> fear was originally given to us as a motive um, to avoid physical harm and death. Like there are sometimes you should really be fearful. Like if a lion came in here right now, I would not tell y'all that I'm not scared. <laughs> right. So like <laughs> it was given to us to avoid physical harm and death. But somehow we flipped it as a tool to protect the ego. Um, and then there are three types of pain. So we got lost pain, process pain, and outcome pain. So lost pain is when you're scared to try something because you risk losing something. So you avoid doing it. And then process pain is the process of getting where you want to go. It's so scary that you just don't change because the process is too hard. Mm-hmm. And then you got outcome pain. So net. Outcome pain. <laughs> you have outcome pain. Um, and that's when we go through the entire process, and the outcome isn't what we plan for it to be. So, which one of those three, lost pain, process, or outcome, do y'all identify with the most? Lost pain is when you're scared to try something because you risk losing something. So, like, you're not worth, it's not worth the risk in your mind, right? Process pain is the process of getting where you want to go. It's so scary. Like, you know, you got to go through that door and that door and that door that you just don't want to do it because it's like, that's too much to do. The process is too scary. And then the outcome is that when you go through the whole process, but the outcome isn't what you plan. I ain't got that one though. I like that. Outcome? Outcome, because I usually outcome. Okay, why you say that? Because I'm not. The first thing that doesn't with me whatsoever. Like mm-hmm. I'll never, I, I don't, I don't ever fear the process. I mean, no, that's a lie. I fear the process, but I don't fear. It doesn't make me not want to continue. You know what I mean? It, make, it doesn't make me fear me. It's like okay, I might want to do it because that's a deepest factor. <clears throat> but I do feel like while in the process of doing it, I'm like, man, I hope this all like. It's worth it in the end. Like yeah. I'll be so mad that I get to the end of the world, the end of this, and it's just like, why just wasting my time? Right. Like. So. Right. Respect. Yeah. Nah, I agree with what she said. The outcome thing, but also too, um, what was it? Lost pain. Mm-hmm. Trying something. I'm not like it's certain things I want to try with swimming. Like I don't think it's worth it. I think you might enjoy swimming though. It's really a swimming cool really thing. Nice. Yeah, like swimming is really fun. Floating is really nice on a floaty. But you can also float nope. with your body. I'm just gonna hope that you it's not worth it. I feel it though. I mean that's that's the truth for some people. Um and fear, just like anything, starts with small thoughts. So people are either socially oppressed by fear or self-oppressed. 
the social oppressed people fear what others may say about them, how the self-oppressed people continuously remind themselves that they are not good enough. Um, so what are some helpful habits or things that you have done to overcome your fears? Because we all expressed that we had them, but what's some things you've done to overcome? Like how do you overcome, you know, the outcome? Or are you still working through it? If you think about what it's going to look like if it don't happen, <laughs> you're going to make it happen. That's why I said I don't got married. One of those three things. Okay. So your helpful habit is not thinking that it won't work, basically? Like not fearing it to begin with? Because yeah. right. if you go go for it, then your process is good enough why you study your outcome. Mm -hmm. You should know what's going on. Basically, if you put in the work, you should already know the result. Yeah, you can go go for it. The first thing you said what? The first one said you, if you... Uh, the loss, you scared yeah. to try because you risk losing something. Right. So if you not scared to risk whatever you got had it happen and your process planned out how you need to be planned out your outcome gonna be what you had planned you just gotta make sure you stick to your plan my man be dropping gems you be whispering but the gems just drop <laughs> <laughs> what y'all have is how y'all overcome your fears i feel like i can agree with you saying it but at the same time i guess on my end it's just like, realistically speaking, you can put that all that you can drop it all, put it all in, be a hundred percent there, and there's still, of course, obstacles. You know what I'm saying? And with those obstacles, I feel like that's where the manifestation was saying that. That's where I feel like that's where I would lack. I would say where the fear would come in to play of. I don't know, like, I, I wouldn't say there's necessarily like a tactic I do to overcome it because it's just kind of like, I feel like just listening to what he said, it's like more or less like, well, if I just manifest it and speak more positive. I don't know if you guys ever saw the documentary, it's called The Secret. Of course. Yeah, of course. I could okay. So, time. like, you know, I really did a good job, like, when I was in college, um, my first year after I graduated, of like, really, like, living my life that way. And I really seen how it worked out. That's why when he said it, it made me laugh. I'm like, wow, like, it's crazy, like, that's where I slipped up at, is just really just manifesting everything. So it's just like, to answer your question, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. But my my question was answered, I mean, your question was answered by him for me, mm -hmm. if that makes sense, when he said what he said. For so sure. You're supposed to do. I know. <laughs> I know. That's yeah. it. That's you it. do what I need to do. When you do, you do. And literally, it's just that simple. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, I kind of just kind of like ghost everybody and kind of mm -hmm. just get in my own bubble. She'll probably testify to that. Mm -hmm. Like I just get real quiet and just like get into my own shell and like if I have to do it, like I just got to do it. And if it don't work, I just need to figure out what didn't work like on the part, like throughout the process of um, getting to my outcome. But other than that, I think I just kind of just ghost everybody and just get into my shell. How you get in the habit of like isolation to overcome your fear? Cause that's like, that's, you gotta practice something like that. I don't know, I'm just, that's just yeah, trying to put these, I think you put yourself in that. Yeah. Like and that's once you feel it approaching, it's like, I need a moment mm -hmm. to like, settle. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's like a skill. You gotta you be able so? to. 
to be able to like one separate yourself from like the the usual and then to like zone and be like all right i gotta handle my business alone type all of right thing. yeah that's i don't know and that's just kind of person i am like in general like i would separate myself real quick and just be like all right I'm myself. so and she shake her head because she did it I, that and I'm agreeing because it's just like I feel that too. Like I just feel like I just that's not my that won't help me with my tactic most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like it just helps me take a moment of a breather, but it doesn't allow me to really like give me something enough of a positive in my foot. Like it helped for the time being. Like I did need that, everything like that. But she doesn't. Yeah, like she doesn't. She doesn't. She steps away for a moment, but. <clears throat> So, how do y'all feel once you, like, accomplish your fears, basically? Like, can you express what that's like, that feeling? Like, all right, I overcame my fears. Like, my first thought was, like, what was I even afraid about? Mm-hmm. Like, well, this ain't even nothing to yeah. be scared of. Yeah. Me too. That's my natural reaction. Yeah. Like, what? This was, this, this was it? I always want to do it again. Yeah. That's really mm-hmm. my first reaction. My first reaction is always, like, like, since I, now I did it. Like, you know, it's like, always I can like, keep doing it. Yeah, it's like, 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 the first thing I thought about was the roller coaster. Like, mm-hmm. how scared I am to get on that first time on that roller coaster. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, can I do it? Can I do it? Like, this is, this is the biggest heel. Like, it's the biggest one. So now I'm nervous to do it. And once I did that first time, I'm like, all right, I'm trying to get on it again. Yeah. Like, that's literally the first thing I think to myself is like, I always want to just instantly do it again. Like, I need that feeling again. Like, I really, it's like an adrenaline rush. Right. I dug an example. Like, in June, I went to DR for my birthday, and um, they had like this big pool, and the deepest side was like 13 feet. Wasn't we talking about this yesterday, yeah, we were. right? And it was 13 feet, and it has a zip line across, but you take the zip line and you like drop, drop, off. drop into the pool. And like none of my friends wanted to do it, but I wanted to do it so bad, but I don't know why. Like my, I'm really afraid of water, but I don't know why I want to do it. But I'm gonna give a life jacket on, you know, I've, and I've drawn with life jacket on. so I'm like okay let's just do it so I just did it and I hesitated like three times before I like took off on the zipline like seriously and when I dropped into the water like I was like oh yeah I'm dead like I literally thought I was dying like wow and the guy came and saved me but when I got back up and I was just thinking I'm like damn I could have just did this by myself like if I would have calmed down like I would have just floated back to the to the um, staircase. That would be fine. Like, yeah, now no. I embarrass myself. <laughs> and I'll be trying to save me. I'm like, damn, I could have did that. Like, then I did it again. I was just fine. Like, that's cool. That's super cool. And that just I happened. Do that again, though. You would not. Mm-hmm. That was I mean, I thought you were about to tell us like, yeah, I, I overcame it. I'm good. It was fine. No, I overcame it. I did it. You did do mm-hmm. it, but you wouldn't do it again because of what? And it would have to be something different. I already did it. Okay. But so you're not gonna double back. That on. one. Okay. Okay. How you be feeling once you accomplish your fears? Oh god. So you don't be accomplishing them. I'm be accomplishing my goals. <laughs> mhm. But not no fears. I feel that. I feel it. You are goals. That's a good mindset, mind. though. Uh, for sure. That's. Everybody listening, take notes. Um, you gotta realize you at the age where you can get the money, but be broke. What about be depressed or be happy? You can live with that right now. I am. 
<laughs> I gotta get the paper and be happy. That ain't gonna put a roof over your head. It been doing it. Being happy and depressed. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't be depressed. Being happy has like allowed me to, I don't know, just flourish and create. And then with that comes like the roof, the money, the, for me personally, it's like, it's a benefit. If I ain't happy, bro, I ain't even, I'm like, man, whatever. So you ain't gonna get to that money. I feel like people who not happy probably don't be that motivated to do nothing. I never been in that state of like a deep depression, but you can't get that far in being sad. Yeah, but it's real though. What you sad about? Whatever you sad about, you need to fix it. That's what I'm saying. That's easy to say. That's yeah. I was just about to say that. Wow. Because it is like just exactly how I said it. Like you just said it, but actually putting the action into doing it. Maybe as one who doesn't struggle with that, but being as one who does, I'll definitely say that. It does make you unmotivated, but it's not even the fact that you lose more. It's not even the fact that you're like just not wanting to do anything. It's the fact that you literally put the, your body put into a place of where you're now legit like pushing yourself. Like no matter what you're doing, like you're at this point, you're just like try, I don't know what like analogy like to kind of use right now. Like you're really good at that. But like a car that don't got no damn gas. You pushing that. Yeah, shit. like literally speaking, like, like we're gonna get there. Like I'm gonna get the job done. But this shit is hard. Like this is hard for me to it do it. So it's hard, just like at the end of the day. It's a goal you gotta get to. It's something you try and do. Right, but the answer about what you just said is what I'm saying is what my what my response was is easier said than done. Like everybody just can't get over it type of thing. Like it's not like it's not like a you can turn that light switch back off just real quick. Like mm-hmm. I'm depressed. Let me make myself happy. Bing. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's a process. You don't. Because some days you wake up good. Some days you wake up. You don't have to necessarily. You can put it to the side and keep doing what you got going on. I'm saying it still can affect you throughout time, but you can still keep doing what you're doing and not let that try to hold you back from doing what you got going on. I think she agrees. She just saying it's not that easy to do. Yeah. Like she agreed that yeah, you can move on and move past it and oh, stay yeah. focused. It's levels. I mean, and people, some people, just on the topic of being fearful or like depressed or sad or motivated or not, some people, um, what do you call it, man? Cope. Some people do stuff. So like, you might be sad as hell for real, but you doing stuff that's keeping you from being super duper sad. Mm-hmm. And that's a real fact as well. Um, so, you know, everybody got their own way to float the boat. As long as you stay afloat. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep swimming, man. I think Dory said that. So I'm like, um, but okay, so now, you know, we're getting towards the end of it. So, like, what would y'all teach y'all children about fear? Kick him in the ass. <laughs> For sure. What lesson is that, my good sir? Kick, Kick him in the ass is what he said if y'all didn't hear it. Kick him in the ass. Don't be scared of nothing. Bro, I talk loud for seven figures after that is over. Nah, I feel you, but what I'm saying is I needed oh. them to hear how you're going to teach your children ass. about fear. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Because... I swear I didn't learn nothing from that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it stop you. Like, you kick somebody in the ass, they ain't 
So if your child is fearful, I say, Dad, blah, 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 at school, blah, 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 at home, blah, 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 what's the name? Your response is a kick. Like, hey, kick him in the ass. Who was kicking? Him kicking fear in the ass. Okay, kick fear in the ass. Got you. I thought you was abusive for a second. Me too. I honestly thought you was going to kick your kid if they said they were scared of something. I said kick him in the ass. You said, what I'm going to teach my kid, kick him in the ass. Yeah. Not what I'm going to do to my kid, kick him in the ass. I think we all in the same page. So, so, but your your phrase means don't be scared of nothing. Like, beat fear up. Are you gonna get instruction on how to do that, or are you just gonna say it? <laughs> you gotta figure that out on your own. You can't tell nobody how to be like you. Mm. I really can't wait to be the godparent and see how they respond to this. Hey. I'm looking forward to this. Thug nah. I'm looking forward to it. What about y'all? Um, I feel like we have to teach them first, like, cause you know, like when you're a kid, like a baby or like a toddler or whatever, the first thing like we teach kids is like, no, don't do that. You're gonna hurt yourself, like. Those are like things that they start to fear. Like if you ever realize that, like yeah. if a baby stands at the edge of the bed, you'll be like, "Don't do that. You're gonna fall." And if they fall, that's something on the edge of the bed. Well, some babies, my nephew, he don't care. He's gonna fall he's gonna the edge again. But like some babies, you know, they're like, you know, they won't do it again because they're fearful of falling. But I feel like, you know, there's always gonna be things that you're afraid of. But I just hope that I want to teach them not to be afraid of things that like society says you should be afraid of. You know, like if you're gonna be afraid of something, like. I love you talking like you're afraid of like a spider or something like that rather than like, you know, you stepping out of your box or your comfort zone to like try something new and stuff like that because society says it's weird or society doesn't deem it normal. Like don't be fearful because of what people say. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? And it I, this hit me like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. but like, have y'all ever thought about like who society actually is? Yeah. Like who? Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. like... We, we, but we give it a title like we're not a part of it. Yeah, they always blame it on society. Like society, they but do. it's like us. Yeah, we. Like that's the most look in the mirror moment ever. But it's because we keep blaming on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why. Who, who else can we blame? That's why, that's why I said like we, it starts as a kid. Like you mm-hmm. literally tell your kids the things that they should be afraid of. Right. Or things that they shouldn't be doing. One thousand percent. What you going to teach your children about faith? I don't know, I think being a school teacher is a little different because I already have, like, you would think I have kids already, you know? Um, and then they're so young, it's kind of like, I have to already kind of, like, teach that now. So I kind of, like, sat with what Marion was saying when it came up to um, <clears throat> the whole thing as far as, like, making sure they understand, like, the importance about the society part behind, like, what what they're talking about out there. Something like being scared of a spider, being afraid of the dark, like things like that. Well, yeah, maybe it was because of, maybe you had an experience where your friend's scared of being dark and that's why you're scared of dark. That's the experiences that took place. And there are gonna come times where you're gonna have experience at school where you're gonna get embarrassed, you're gonna get come out your comfort zone and you're gonna experience that fear for the first time. You're not even gonna know what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that that's the important thing to explain. Like. Let me tell you what you just experienced, you know, so that, um, and I think also too, being able to explain your story of yourself about what happened to you. I feel like sometimes as parents, they like to just be like, 
they just know. You know what I mean? But there's not, like, talk to me though. Like, let's have a conversation because when you think about the moments when you have a conversation with your parents and your parents are just telling you stories about them, those are the moments you're really listening. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, if I'm going to tell you about why you should not be scared, let me explain to you why, why being scared did not get me anywhere. Let me talk to you about it. So I'm not going to sit here and lecture you and give you a whole drawn out story. I mean, drawn out thing. Oh, let's, let's have a conversation about it. Like, I don't know. Um, kind of normalize it. Yeah, yeah, like definitely normalize it. But I, that's overall what I want to do in general with my kids in general, just for the simple fact that I feel like growing up definitely in my household or just in general, like I feel like us growing up, um, our parents' generation, they're at that, that age where they're still very traditional with the olden type of times and also kind of entering our times of like being something as simple as like, I don't know, um, I don't know, let's just say like, gay or the LGBTQ community, like, that's hard for them. Mm-hmm. That's really hard for us. We're just kind of like, who cares? Like, yeah. you know, you are what you are, you do what you do. So it's just kind of like, we're just going to put a, the fear in us to not even be, be comfortable. But it's just like, I'd rather just ease and breeze and just yeah. make everything normal. Like, just normalize it all so that it's so much easier to talk about it. And that's why everybody's so uncomfortable and so scared. Like, mm-hmm. normalize mine is our business. Nah. And I think, honestly, when you normalize stuff, it like, it kind of helps, like, open the door for understanding. Because mm-hmm. when, or if not, it's just weird. Like, if you think about it, everything you think is weird, it's just something that you don't do. Yeah. It's like, nah, I don't do that. That's weird. Like, you eat well with your pizza, that's weird. It's not weird. You just don't, <laughs> don't do it. it. Yeah. So, like, the labels. So, I think if we normalize a lot of things, it'll make um, mm-hmm. life, life better for everybody. But this has been pretty cool. Um... So one of the second to last questions is, what will improve your life and why aren't you doing it? That's a dope perspective. What about y'all? Um, I would say mine is asking for help. Asking for help? Mm-hmm. And why aren't you doing that? Um, you I too don't know. cool? No. It's too <laughs> sexy for this shirt. 
I don't know, it's just hard for me to ask for help. Like, even if I know I really need help, I'm still gonna figure out a way from like for me to do it. Like I'm just gonna figure it out myself. And you don't you don't have ideas to why you feel like that? Like even if you feel like you I think just growing up, like, I don't know, just seeing my parents be always doing everything for themselves and then doing also on top of that for others. Mm-hmm. So for me it's like If they I, could do it, I could do it. Yeah. Mm. You think it's helpful? No. <laughs> no. It's not. I mean, I try, but it's just, I don't know, I don't know if it's like innate, but that it's just so hard. I feel that. But you're going to work on it. Mm-hmm. You're late. What's yours? Something that'll improve your life. And why I'm not doing it. Yes, sir. Something that'll improve my life. Yeah, like what will I'm not improve getting your distracted. Life? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. I'm getting distracted. That would be the next thing. It'll kind of be like, why aren't you stopping yourself from being distracted? Because I don't realize I'm distracted. You're <laughs> the enemy, right? Yeah, You're like, man, what the? I just was sitting here for two hours? Like that? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm not getting distracted. So how you going to work on that? Cause if you don't notice you getting distracted. I don't know. I don't know if I leave people alone or tell people to leave me alone. Isolation? Yeah. You think that'll stop you from being distracted? Because I ain't gonna lie to y'all. A lot of distractions in today's time don't require nobody beside you. Just pick up your phone. But just pick this up. And you gonna be you could be as distracted as you want. No distractions going on. I'm by my damn self. Okay. Okay. When people start calling. All that extra, and that's when stuff stops. It's okay to not be available too. I learned that, cause I be looking out for people all the time. All the time, I'm talking about just looking out. Like, I be looking at. This year, I got so comfortable with not texting people back. Like, yeah, like yeah. that's okay. When I get back yeah. to twenty twenty right now. Yeah. Like, or if you're calling me and I'm not mentally in a space to be on the phone, I don't mind. And that's okay. Yeah, and it's okay. Like, that's perfectly fine. So that maybe you're not distracted. Maybe you're just too available. That's why I was saying it's okay to not be available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should be too available. Always answering. You, you said people keep calling. I do because I'm a loyal nigga. See? That don't make you loyal or not loyal. That's because I know if I see you call, I'm going to answer. Because if I call you and you see my phone, <laughs> that's yeah. right. <laughs> So I'm gonna answer your phone call. See what you need. It might be for a few seconds, but I'm gonna see what you need. But that's that availability, cause no matter what they saying, now they kind of control like the space. So if it is something they need, you answer, and now you're available. Yeah, I take care. Cause you could have been going through something right then and there. They call you like, yo, I need you to do this for me, da 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 da. Now everything that you was thinking and stuff like that is in the back of your head. Like you just an emergency room. Yeah, you don't know. Trust me. Cause they gonna double back. Yeah. <laughs> then they gonna send a text like, hey. Then they gonna send a voicemail. So I mean, they, double back for bullshit. they do double back for bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the people you stay mm-hmm. a nice distance from. Cause we ain't even heading in that direction. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna holler at you, champ. Um, that's dope though. All y'all got really cool things that y'all would improve. And that's cool that y'all know it. So I'm gonna come back to y'all. Not on no podcast, in mm-hmm. real life. I'm going to ask how it's going. <laughs> and we're going to see what the update is. Um, but, yeah, we wrapping up. We wrapped up. So, closing out, what's one thing you took away from today's conversation, if any? And that's legit the, the statement. 
So if it's nothing, just be like, nah. Someone start asking for help more. Asking for help more? That's dope. That's a dope takeaway. I just think that it's just really crazy that the mindset that I've been in this past couple weeks that you asked me to do something like this and that this was the word mm-hmm. that you chose and it did so much. It, it's, it had ties in with so much that I'm dealing with right now in my life that it's just like insane. So it's just like what I took away from was like dead ass, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like it, it, like it just keep, like it keeps surrounding myself around the stuff about exactly where my mindset is at right now so it's crazy yeah that being in tune is lit because yeah. everything just seemed like wait what how did it happen it's just think. yeah, yeah. It's just and you don't have to do nothing but be yeah. in tune yeah, that's it that's just crazy pay attention yeah. nah that's that's love anything from your side of the field stop the distractions stop the distractions i love that yeah that was an amazing takeaways and um we usually end it with the quote, but before the quote, I don't know if y'all noticed, but y'all didn't introduce y'all, so, because on What's the Word, the podcast, we do the intros at the outro. So basically, you could really just say your name, whatever you got going on. If you want to promote something, say hey to somebody. <laughs> this is the moment. <laughs> so the floor is yours. Anybody? Okay. Um, I'm Miriam. You can follow me on Instagram at K O N A R Triple E. On my business page, I have a skincare line at Sunkiss by K O N. What's the business page? You gotta say it again. Sunkiss by K O N A R E. And what's the business? Tell them. It's a skincare line. There you go. Skincare line. Black owned yes, or you Asian? She's black owned. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop playing. <laughs> The introduction. Whatever you want to say, this is the floor for it. My name's Mackenzie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like spelling my whole name out on Instagram, but if you follow at Sunkiss by Canari, Canari <laughs> then you can also see me there and I'll be in the follow <laughs> tax picture and you'll see my name. It is. McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Find her through the tags. <laughs> what you got? I think I forgot my Instagram name. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget your government name? <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna say my government name. What you wanna tell the people? My Instagram name. Oh, okay. I think I remember. Oh no, I know. Okay. Gully Galore at Galore Next Up. G U L O R I N E X T U P. What is it? Tell the streets what it is, or you just want them to figure it out? It's a clothing line. You know what I'm saying? Check a young nigga out. Shot with them. Good quality fabrics. Yeah. Top tier designs. Yeah. And all that jazz. And then um, we close it out with a quote. Um, about the word of the day, which was fear. And the quote is, most people do not like to discuss fear because it inevitably exposes the ugly truth that we are more often fleeing from ourselves than from actual danger. Mm-hmm. And that is from Brendan Burchard, who is an actually great author. 
But that's what's the word, the podcast. And we are out. We have something to say.